Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. How to free yourself from your failings fast. Now, I've got a very quick, leveraged, outsourced way for you to free yourself from your failings, your mistakes, and your weaknesses. And I'll share the main thing with you at the end of this short video and audio podcast. I'm known as the disruptive entrepreneur, and often disrupting yourself and your awareness of yourself and your own emotions is the hardest thing to do in business. So I was having a chat with Quentin Wilson from Top Gear for 12 years, and I have two ideas for a TV show. First off, I'm supposed to get them copywritten. Now, I've been telling people about these ideas for my TV show, mistake number one. So I won't be doing it on this live video and audio podcast. Step one, get it copywritten, which I knew nothing about. Step two is you've got to come up with a really sexy name. And of course, I'm trying to explain this concept of this TV show. And he gives me a three-word sexy name. So he's got great experience. Step three, apparently, is all about the characters. And of course, I'm thinking of the concept. And um, two guys I know in TV very well, including Quentin, are talking about the characters. So I said to him, I was asking his advice, because I have absolutely no idea about TV. Yes, I've been on it quite a few times. And yes, I've turned down probably 35, 40 shows, including The Secret Millionaire and many other TV shows you'll know how the other half live. I think 11, 12 years ago, I would have not have had the self-awareness to say, hey, I'm really bad at that. Because if I'd have been sat with Quentin Wilson and said to him, I know nothing about TV 12 years ago, I would have felt like he would have judged me and assumed that I'm not skilled or I'm not a good enough person. Going back 12 years when I was an artist, yes, I could paint, yes, I could draw, but I couldn't do design really, interiors. I definitely couldn't do any structural work, but because I had an architecture degree and I put that on my art website, people were requesting interior design work and I'd go around their house, I'd give them some creative ideas and I was pretty good at ideas, but I had no idea about structure, construction, building rigs, etc. And I'd bury myself in this hole where in the end I'd have to either ignore people because I was too weak to reply to them or the one time I actually turned business down, which was really liberating. So I was getting myself towards work that people wanted that I couldn't do. I could hang a painting on their wall and I could maybe give them a visual of what their design could look like and maybe some nice furniture and that kind of thing. But I couldn't build levels and walls and, you know, even though I had an architecture degree. So I had really bad self-awareness back then of my weaknesses, i.e. I wasn't really admitting them because of ego, rejection, fear. But then also, 11, 12 years ago, I wasn't accepting my strengths either. You know, I wasn't able in, my, in myself to say, hey, I'm good at this, I can do this. Instead, I was just fearful that people would judge me or think I'm a narcissist or arrogant or whatever. So I wasn't really honouring either my strengths all my weaknesses. Now, if you get successful in business, which I hope you do, say hi, tell me where you're from, give me a thumbs up, smiley face, growly face, whatever. Let me know that you're alive and listening. What a lot of people do when they get some success is they have delusion about what they're good at. They think they're better at it than they are. And that's what trips them up. That's what gives them the massive fails in front of millions or billions of people sometimes. This sort of liberation and freeing yourself of your weaknesses is as follows. So take a few notes unless you're driving or in the gym. So number one is write your assets and liabilities column of your strengths and weaknesses. So line down the middle. That's what I'm doing this karate chop for on the screen. Strengths this side, weaknesses this side. And honestly, 
i.e. what are you good at? Go on, I dare you to say to yourself all the things that you're good at. Maybe show it to some people that know you. Not to brag, but to say, hey, look, I'm trying to look at my strengths and weaknesses so I can be more balanced, so I'm going to outsource this side. Do you think I'm really good at this or am I a bit sort of lacking some self-awareness there? So you do it to yourself, you get others to look at it, and you have a column of all the things you're good at. Now, that's a really liberating thing to do, by the way, because the people that I coach that lack a bit of confidence or that, you know, they beat themselves up a bit, they're just focusing on all the things that they're not very good at and are going wrong rather than all the things that they're great at. So, you know, you may be a great listener, you may be positive, you may be great at conversation, you might be inspiring to some people, you may have had great experience in a certain area of life. You may have some honours and degrees, you know, and if you think hard enough, you'll go back to 1985 and 1965 and go, wow, I've forgotten that, forgotten that, forgotten that, forgotten that. I want the face of Peterborough in 1999. Have a look at the face. Now, I can't even believe I've just um, <laughs> told that to quite a few thousand people. That's embarrassing. And winning the face of Peterborough is not something to be proud of. But I just remembered it. And then on the other side, your weaknesses. So you've got to be honest here as well. So if there's things that you're not good at, there's things that you don't like, there's things that you've failed at, there's mistakes that you've made, you list them. If you're pretty confident, you've got to be honest about this side because it's probably more than you think. Now, to liberate yourself from your mistakes and your failings, the simple equation is this. You stop doing all those things that are making, you know, mistakes in your life, 80% of your pain and your problems and your depression and blah, blah, blah. And you start finding people whose strengths and weaknesses, asset and liability column is the other way around, where they've got all the strengths that you've got the weaknesses on. Now, this is a bit, I think people don't do this because it's kind of a bit too simple and easy. I mean, duh. Find some people who are really good at research when all you do is create the ideas, have a partnership, work together, you create the ideas, they do the research, job done. You're the visionary strategist dreamer, they're the on the ground, operational, tactical, granular implementer. You know, you do vision, they do ops. You're a leader, they're a manager. You're an inspire, they follow your vision because they like the security of standing behind you. So when you build your team, this is exactly what you want to do. Now, when you're an entrepreneur, here's what you do. I've done it loads of times. It's the biggest mistake, but we still do it. We hire mini-me's. We see people who are the opposite of us, and we think, oh, well, they're boring, they're uninspiring, they're not entrepreneurial, blah, blah, blah. I'm not hiring them. Except they might have been perfect for your computer programming role, you know, or your event management role, or your logistics role, or managing your CRM role. But, you know, if you go and hire yourself, then one of you isn't needed, and all you're going to be doing is arguing with this yourself that you've hired. And if you hire yourself, what will happen is you who you've hired who's yourself but not yourself will, you know, they'll bust the gut and they'll be inspired for a year or two with all this energy. And then they'll go and nick your idea and set up progressing property or unlimiting success. Because that's what you probably did when you had a job. You fired your boss. They're going to fire you in two years. I think a lot of people don't do this because I don't think they embrace leverage. I think that society sometimes teaches you that you've got to strengthen your weaknesses. But look, I did geography at GCSE level. And because I was in the top set or stream, they put us into a special class where we learned geography in French. And it was called Géographie. And we were the top performers in our year. So we got put to do geography in French. WTF, W-T-A-F, R-O-F-L-O-N-G. What? completely useless lesson. You know, I got two A stars, six A's, two B's. That's another thing I forgot that I never told anybody. Ah, add that to the assets column. I could read and recite textbooks. Woo! And then my teachers, when I got two A stars, six A's and two B's, they said, ooh, maths and geography, they were B's. They weren't very good. 
But yeah, number one, I was doing geography and French and I didn't like either of them. And number two, I was never going to be a mathematician. So, so what? You know, I got my A stars in art. Interestingly, I got it in religious studies, which I've never implemented since. Now, art was the thing that I was going to do for a career that I was good at. So why didn't they help me focus on that? I never needed maths ever. And if I did need a bit of maths, you know, in my art business or a salesman or a marketer, you hire someone who's great at that where their two A stars, six A's and two B's were the reverse of yours. Then you work together. Then you dovetail. And then you get 500% results. So don't let anyone who's out there saying hustle, hustle, graft, graft, work really hard, work 15 hours a day for the rest of your life, even though you'll have no family and friends left. And, you know, polish up on all your weaknesses, every single one, even though you hate it, even though you don't want to do it, even though you don't never need it. Society is not teaching you to be a millionaire, a billionaire, a philanthropist, a disruptive entrepreneur. It's teaching you to get a job. And that's okay because we need the jobs done, but that's not you. So I would... I would work on your strengths and do more of them because you love them and they don't seem like work and it won't seem like you're working on it. I would outsource all your weaknesses except weaknesses that are required for you to be good in your role. So, you know, if you're really emotional and you get angry and you're a leader, you do need to work on that weakness because that's something that you're going to need to um, not do when you're at the top of your thousand strong, you know, um, business where, you know, you're doing these big keynote speeches around the world and to your staff and you're inspiring them. So work on the weaknesses that are required required in your role and outsource the rest. So thanks for tuning in to the Disruptive Entrepreneur live video and audio podcast. I hope you found this useful. Please share the ass out of this video and podcast if you think it could help other people. I do this for you. I give this. I never charge, never run ads, purely because I love to do it. And I want to help as many people across the world build their enterprise, make money, make a difference and, you know, do good things on this planet that is changing very fast. All right. Have a great day. I'm off to ride to work. Hence my cycling gear. I'm slightly scared. Get married in six weeks. I need to get a few pounds off. Get in my Tom Ford suit. Ah, bye. Rob again, stay with me here because I've got a gift for you. I get asked for these a lot and I thought, well, I'll, I'll leverage my time and yours and I will put these four things I get asked a lot into a free gift for you. So if you go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report, then what I've done is I've written for you an article on the top 21 apps I use to create the mobile lifestyle. I've written an article on the 14, my most favorite educational, inspirational, informative documentaries of the you know, most inspiring people in the world. I've written uh, which ones they are and a synopsis of each one. I'm very well known for having lots of very specific goals, detailed vision values. So I'm sharing with you my particular document I use, I've PDF'd it for you. And also the fastest ways I know to make money for startup and scale up entrepreneurs. So I've written an article and a detailed report on each one. I've put them all into one. And all you have to do is go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report. You get those for free. I'll never ask anything from you. Spam, I'll never spam you, never sell to you. And then also once a week, I'll send you a new article or a new video content that's a bit different that maybe you wouldn't get normally from the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So I hope you find that useful. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.